This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Seagull Social episode 15. I am, of course, your host, Maz, and I'm joined by my <laughs> lovely co-host, Ben and Ryan. Um, how are we doing, chaps? We all good? Just oh, not mate, good, I'm is it? So, so good. Like, I'm so happy right now. I'm so happy. <laughs> That's actually just like, it's got to the point. And it's just good to put the point, like, why do we follow football? Like, imagine how much calmer life would be without football. Like, yes, we get the highs and lows, but just so many lows at the moment. It's just like... Should we just give up with football? It's just, what, just, 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 life? just give it's up in just life like, or just football? <laughs> like, it's not even the worst part is is like the reason why it's frustrating is like it's not even like we're playing bad. Like we're mm. setting up all these chances. I know we're going to get into this, and then we're just not scoring. And we know the reason why we're not getting the points is because we don't have an actual goal scorer. Yeah. But yeah. How was your I week? Mean, how was your weekend, yeah. guys? <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's get into that. Uh, what what did we, on the weekend? What did I do? Did I do anything exciting? I just played a lot of uh, Warzone, to be honest. I'm getting really into it. There's a new, there's a new game mode called Resurgence. It's sick. Uh, so I've just been Is playing it? that, really. But then apart from that, no. literally nothing because I'm actually living in I'm living in London. Um, I don't know if people know this, but yeah, I live in London and we're in tier four. So basically, <laughs> Brighton is Brighton is sick. <laughs> Brighton is sick. Uh, I'm in tier four. Life is great, baby. What, what, yeah. what more can you want? Um, I went out yeah. twice this weekend and living the normal life. And uh, uh, cheers, yeah. Mate. It's, it's I all good, mate. It's good fun, actually. You should, you should try it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I was right? literally yeah. arguing with about. I can't even tell you how many people, like so for some reason in my DMs, I've got like, I think 71 requests on Talk Seagulls right now. So if you follow Talk Seagulls right now and you're wondering why I'm not replying to a message. Yeah. So <laughs> I had someone literally ranting so much. Yeah. Taking out on me as if I'm the reason why we're losing. But like, but I've got a question. It's I've not my question, fault. Do you, do, you think, do you think you invite that uh, kind of criticism by your tweets? <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, on um, Talk Seagulls, I was actually backing, like, Potter the whole time. Yeah. But... No, mate, yeah, mate, 100%. No, no, I mean, listen, I mean, we all know social media is a, is a game of opinions, so no one is right, no one is wrong. But yeah, anyway, let's get into 
the game. Um, so let's it is, get right into the it game. Is, it is uh, the day <laughs> after, so we've all had a bit of bit of time to sort of you know let it sink in a little bit. Um, so I think, I, well, I know Ryan, you were definitely your passions were quite high after the game. You were you were quite livid at the, the result. Like so, me after just, Southampton, basically. Yeah. So 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 let's start with you then, Ryan. Um, obviously, yeah. look, let, let's not shy away from it. With you know ten man Sheffield United, we should be winning that game. But just in your words, what, what went wrong, and yeah, why did we not get the result? It's the finishing again. Let us down. Um, mm. I think Welbeck. It's literally is that simple. Literally <laughs> our most clinical goal scorer right now. Uh, he finishes chance well. How on earth Connolly and Jahanbash missed that? I've got literally no idea. I don't. It had to no. hit his nose. It had to hit his shoulder. It had to hit his chest. You two could have done in. better there. And you're both like five foot two. Like you're, you two would have <laughs> rose higher than Ali. But it's but true. Right. Like, okay, I'm not okay. even going to take that. Okay. It's true. Yeah, right, okay. So, okay, so so let's let, let's start off there then. Right, okay. So, we can all agree our finishing was was just non-existent, less, so to speak. Um, but then... Okay, so, right, there's been a lot of talk on social media with people saying Potter out, Potter out, blah, blah, yeah, a lot of fans stupid. saying it, right? Um, which is, yeah, which we can all agree on this podcast, we think it's stupid, we, we don't agree with that yeah. at all. However, yeah. let's, okay, let, 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 let's, let's, let's think from their perspective, right, these, these Potter out people. So okay. they, they, yeah. they, they questioned that, you know, our best, so I saw someone comment saying, why has Potter left? Danny Welbeck, arguably our best finisher at the moment on the bench in such a big game and only brought him on for the last 20 minutes. What would you guys say to that? Because he did um, play like three games in a row, didn't he? And he's barely yeah. played in recent history. He only started a game in July. And then before that, he hadn't started in ages. Now he started three games in a row. We've got to remember that he's not, yeah. you know, it's not FIFA. We can't just take a couple of days out. <laughs> and he's going to be fine again. It's you not know, like you that. Know, what's, that, what's those cards you get on FIFA when you give it to them and their fitness just goes Yeah, the up? fitness cards. Like, oh, <laughs> it just yeah, doesn't work cards. like that. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah, right decision to leave him off. He come on and made a difference because we know he's quality. Um, no, ben, I, I, what are you going to say? I 100% echo that. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, to be fair, I wasn't, I wasn't prepared for that question. I thought you were going to say, like, put yourselves in the shoes of people that potter out. So what I can understand is why they're saying Potter out is because, yes, we play nice football, but it's not working with the players we've got. So I think people want to change a manager so they can do something that works with the players we've got and get us out of this tricky situation. I think people have obviously run out of patience and they just can't see any light at the end of this tunnel where we're not finished our chances. The only light I can see is us spending big in January on a on a striker that's got a track record of scoring goals. Like, yes, Ivan Tony has been talked about, but... Yes, he's a championship striker. Like, yes, he's doing well there, but we need someone that's proven to score goals in a mm. top level that would be willing to come to Brighton. And that is going to be very difficult, but I think, the rumours are that we are going to be trying to do that. I think the only two, one the two... that you can mention on. with that is Boule Dia, isn't it? Um, linked with him back in summer. He's had a very successful season so far in France. I think he's only been outscored by Mbappe. And for reference, Ren or whoever it is, are right down. I think they're in the relegation zone, and yet he's only scored one less than Mbappe this season. So, you know, he's a very good striker. He's clinical. He knows where the goal is. Um, but my, my, he's in my league only and, thing, so it's this. Yeah, my, 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 yeah, that's the thing. My only, my only sort of worry about getting someone like Dia, for example. Yeah. Albeit he might be, he might be a great talent, and you know, he's a raw talent, whatever. Yeah. But my, my only concern is if we get him in January, let's say, for example, I, I would 
put a lot of money on that he will not be able to hit the ground running and do what yeah, we need. Like so, th- th- that 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 was a big th- that that was a big thing. I saw a lot of people saying actually it was like, um, we need a striker who who's not you know uh, w- w- like we've built a lot for the future. So you know we've signed all these great players for the future, but we're not signing players for the present. And I saw someone yeah. actually make that point, and I actually agree. I feel like. We've made some incredible signings and we, we've got some incredible youth players. You know, you look at Ostergaard, you look at Moda, you look at, you know, you look at all these great youth players, Yusha Shakiri, um, you know, all these young players that we sign and it's great. I love it. Like, I love building for the future. But yes, I agree. Like, what are we doing in the present? You know, who are we signing? We need to aim higher. And are we, sorry, am I, are we like, re, are we so naive to say that we need to aim higher than Boon Idea or whatever his name is? Like, we actually need to get someone that has a but track then, record of scoring goals. And I, I cannot, I they can't even put like a name of who we need to sign. I agree with you, sign. Ben. I agree with you ben. But, but yeah, who do we sign? So that's that, that's the thing. Someone asked me yesterday, like, oh, who who, who would you want to see? And I, I said, I was like, I put my hands up. I literally could not name you one person. Literally have no idea. That's that we could bring in right a, now. Um, a proven goal scorer comes at 50 million pounds plus. Yeah. Um, especially yeah, yeah, yeah. in January. Especially in this market. Um, yeah, yeah. The only January, thing... Yeah. The only thing that you can possibly say is Josh King, but he's had a pretty rubbish campaign so far. Um, mm. Or a loan so, for Divock Origi. Like, is that so, too far-fetched? Is he that clinical? Oh, do you think we even need to... Do we need to, Yeah, do we need to aim higher than Origi? Yes, he scored in the Champions League final with clinic? Spurs, yeah. but... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I mean, do we need I mean, to aim higher than that? Yeah. Should we be picky? That's the thing. Should we be being picky when we can't score goals? We literally cannot score goals to save a life. So, mm. do we have a right to be picky? Not really. Yeah. Um and that's what I was saying do, do you know, uh, yesterday. Um, go on. Sorry, yeah, sorry. No, just what I was going to say. I was like, do you know who I would have loved to have for us? I know I'm sort of living in the past now, but in the in the summer transfer window, who I would have loved for us to sign, and I think was a very plausible signing, was Callum Wilson for Newcastle. Yeah, like you just look at him; he is the perfect signing. Like he, we could have, yeah. we could have afforded him. We could have afforded his wages. We would have been able to, um, you know, he scores goals. He knows where the net is. He's he's strong. He's pacey. Like he's got everything that a good striker needs. And proper Premier he, League striker. Yeah, exactly. and he's proven at this level, which is what we yeah. needed. Not and not a bloody uh, Danny Welbeck, who's oh, okay. I'm being a bit harsh, but uh, you know, because he, he's actually probably our, our Welbeck's our best been striker good this moment. year. He's but yeah, yeah, he is no, our best striker uh, yeah. at the moment, without a doubt. Yeah, arguably, arguably he is. So okay, a bit harsh to use him as an example, but you know, let's just yeah. I, I just feel like. In the summer transfer window, why didn't we? And and then that comes back to which a lot of people have said as well. It then goes back to the manager. Why did the manager not identify better targets than let's say, you I know, don't think, the um, ones we've signed? Graham's in charge of signings. I think he's just a head coach. Oh, okay. He's just he just oh, interesting. T- picks the I wasn't team. actually aware of that. The signings that's that'd be Dan Ashworth and Was he... and Co. Yeah, Dan, I think they work closely together. Like Dan Ashworth gets like a short list of players that they that's in their yeah. scouting pool, and then they yeah, put yeah, four to Graham. So which one of these is better? Oh, okay. yeah. Which one of these is better for you? Well, that, that, so, yeah, that, I'll be honest. Be yeah, I, I wasn't aware of that. Okay, I, I wasn't aware yeah. of that. So that's, that's interesting. It's um, very interesting to know. I think his relationship with Dan James is quite strong. So whether that because I've seen that we've been linked with him again. um I would take him personally. He's but, a bit of pace. He's he, a bit of something. Okay, but is, no, he's not. He, but is he, he a goal scorer though, Ryan? Final, no, that's that's what I was literally about to say. He doesn't that, have that's, yeah, yeah, that, final ball. Yeah. And so, we don't play wingers, yes, he would really, cause do problems. And yeah, but I don't, I don't know, to be honest, because in yeah. terms of actual goal scorers, it's going to be very, very difficult to find anyone in January. We're going to have to be looking abroad. We've got to, again, remember who we are. We, we can't be signing a player yeah. that's... 30 yeah. 40 million pounds it's not going to happen um so the only way that we can be signing a player like that 
is you know if we were higher up in the table maybe we could attract it if we were but maybe had fans is, in sorry, we could Ryan, maybe attract it because of the money but i don't know is 30 million too much to ask for like we literally spent nothing in jan uh, in the summer like surely there's a bit of kitty there and like we obviously we might be talking out our asses we might be assuming lots of exactly. stupid things but we don't know the ins and outs but um, how every club works they spend a certain amount of money every transfer window we didn't spend anything we spent like 900k on Veltman. Um, we might have spent a couple of like, few signings for the youth teams, spent a few million here and there, but we've surely we've got like a transfer budget there. If you look at every other Premier League club or any other club in the world, has a transfer budget for a summer window. We didn't spend I suppose you've got to remember that we were the highest spenders for the last three years, like in the bottom side of the table. I think we were like third or fifth in the whole league for how much we spent. Uh, I think we spent nearly 50, 60, 70 mm. million pounds every single summer. And then we would go and spend a bit in January as well. So, you know, then we had the COVID impact, which then drags out money, no income coming in. And I'm sure many businesses can relate to that in a minute. And then well, that, you, that's the thing. It's the same stuck for every in this club, sort it? of January Sorry. window, the price inflated, no one's got any money, right? And mm. especially the smaller clubs, it's, it's difficult because you've got to identify those targets and get them for a good price. And it's just... I'm sure if we had Naylor on right now, he would be telling us exactly the same thing. Yeah. And I think if we had that unlimited budget that we'd like to think we have, we would be making the signings that we'd like to make. And I don't think, you know, that's a, that's a straightforward so deal. Is, but... So if let's play, let's say that we don't have this budget that we can uh, play with. Now people are going to laugh at this and lots of people have. Recalling Glenn Murray, would that be ridiculous? Like I'm just asking yeah. the question. For me, would that for me, be ridiculous? Because well, he can't finish. We know he can finish. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Let, let, let's let's be frank here, right? So, Glenn Murray, great player when when he was at our club. You know, let's not talk about his past, but let, let's talk about right right now. Okay, he is not the the answer. Like his mobility, he's, <laughs> no, his mobility is non-existent. He, is. He, he can't get the, around the pitch, and like you know, for example, when we want to go on these fast transitions and we want to counter attack. Do you want Glenn Murray to be leading that counter-attack? No, because he's not going to be able to keep up with the pace of, of our counters. And yeah, granted, he's, uh, he, I'd argue he's probably the best finisher. If you put him in the squad now, he'd be the best finisher uh, in front of goal, but with hands down, I'd say. But it's whether is he now, will he get in those positions now because of his mobility? That's my Yeah, he is 37 I, I just, now, isn't he? That's the thing. Yeah. And he doesn't and even get a game in the championship uh, either. So I was just I was just about to know? say, apparently at Watford he's been terrible. So uh, you know, yeah. if he's not performing in the championship, <laughs> is he gonna perform in the Prem? Yeah, I, no, I don't even think he, he literally just comes on for the last ten minutes. I watch the Cycling GK YouTube channel and I always see he, like, he comes on like the last ten minutes, and that's literally it. Uh, for yeah, Watford, so, so I don't think he even gets the, the chances for it. Which maybe no. yeah, again, like you said, he's not mobile enough for some people's style of play. But some teams, he's the perfect fit, really, isn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, personally, for me, I just don't think he's he's no. the answer that we need. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've got we'll, we'll as see I say, we've got nothing to lose anymore. I literally, I mean, we've got the news of Percy Tao potentially coming back. He's not prolific, but he's he's quick, he's skillful, and he'll hit a few goals in. I was speaking to him a South African journalist yesterday and he gave mm. me like a little bit of an overview of the current situation and like what we're looking to do and apparently that um, it's looking more likely but it's nothing set in stone for him to come back in January and that apparently he's <sighs> he's been good for, he's been good over in Belgium and uh, Vincent Company gave him a lot of praise I don't know if you guys saw that yeah I saw um, that yeah, yeah I giving saw him that. some well, no, really, was that really actually real praise. yeah was that I watched real the video. are you sure yeah I watched the video oh right so could, for people that didn't see it what did he say because well, when I oh, read I, it I, I thought that's literally someone like was I like, can't remember he's a great finisher. he's in the same wasn't it like he's a I've seen similar finishing on Aguero 
Oh, that bit. I don't think that bit was true. Yeah, I think um, that bit was not true. But the the bit where he was giving him praise about being, you know, a great, skillful player, his attitudes unmatched. Apparently, he's always working hard and all that sort of thing. Um, And apparently, his pace is very, very, very good, which is good. And I think, to be honest, if he can work hard, like that's what we need right now. We need hard workers, people that actually are going to care. Because that's the that's the thing I felt yesterday. It felt like. We were in the 95th minute or wherever it was and we were coming forward and it just felt like, you know, we're passing it around midfield. Like, come on, we need to score right now. Yeah, we need yeah. to score. This, this, this Let, is, this is a point, it. actually. This is actually a point I was going to bring up, actually. So one of my, one of my mates, again, you know, you know me, I love a little name drop, but like uh, my mate Grant. So he, he's, a, he's a professional footballer, right? So he knows what he's talking about. And he literally said the first statement he said when he was watching that game, he said, Brighton, all they want to do is just pass the ball into the net. And I was like, that is, you know, that's very true. We are, we are like, you know, like Arsenal of old. Where, Arsenal. You know, yeah, Arsenal of old. Where they See, the problem with Arsenal, Arsenal is that they want to try and walk it in the net. Yeah, walk it in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and the IT feel, crowd. From- uh, yeah, I feel like, I feel like that is what we try to do as well. We're, we're very good at the build-up play, you know, keeping possession, all that sort of stuff. And then it's just like, just go like, yeah, like Ryan said, just what are you, why are you passing it around and trying to do this little did, fancy little When bits? we did whip the, whip the ball in for our goal, like we just, that's what, like it was from a short for a kick, but soon I think pass it back to Trossard, Trossard whipped the ball in and we scored from it instead mm-hmm. of like passing it around the edge of the box onto the wings trying to cross it into our five yeah. foot nine striker of Aaron Connolly who heads it over the bar <laughs> um, it just was that kind of wasn't really working because and again like, I think we're discrediting Sheffield United they defended well with 10 men and it's always yeah, going to be difficult to def- to attack against 10 men when they're sat behind the ball like that mm. and also sorry before I forget this is mental so uh, was it Aaron Ramsdale or something like that? Ramsdale anyway the past yeah. uh, 33 matches, well, 34 now, he's only got one clean sheet. And before when we scored, I was literally like, how is he going to get a clean sheet against us? Like, how yeah. are we that team that he's going to get his second <laughs> Mate, clean sheet in 33 games? And honestly, I thought, I, thought, I thought we were going to go 2-0 down. So, all right, let, let's dive into the game. Let's, yeah, let's go of, in the we've, game. We've, we've, skimmed, we've skimmed it over a little bit. So, fair to say, first, what, 20, 30 minutes? Well, yeah, 30 minutes until basically Ollie Burke yeah. came on. I think we absolutely dominated them. Yeah, um, it's a 30-second minute when he came on. Yeah. So I think that that was a great substitution because that was tactical, wasn't it? Fleck wasn't injured. It was all tactical from Chris Wilder. And I thought that was a great, great move from yeah, him because it, it did swing the game, to be fair. Like, they, well, they got into the game much, much more. Um, and of course, the McGoldrick free kick, a great save from Sanchez. Um, and let, let's start, so so right Ryan, do you think that Ryan? Well, Ryan, Ryan, uh, Ryan, do you think Ryan would have saved that um, that free kick? No, probably not. <laughs> but, um, I don't, I don't want to get on Matty anymore because we've got on him a lot, and like I just I just yeah, want to give yeah. him a bit of a breather. Like he's he's still great, and yeah, but no, I don't think he would have done. It. But we've I think Sanchez was again really really good. I think his distribution seemed like it improved yesterday as well. So um, yep. yeah, positive. That's one positive we can mm. take from that. If we're going to take the positives and move on, um, Sanchez yeah, no, was my positive. Take- you could tell it was a really good save because McGoldrick literally started running off to celebrate. Yeah. And that's because yeah. he thought it was literally going bottom corner. And he started, yeah. <laughs> turned around and went... Yeah. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. That's no, it, it, was a, it was a great strike, to be fair, to McGoldrick. Great, great Full strike. stretch, yeah. one-handed. Yeah, yeah. And and then um, the big sort of talking point of the game, I suppose, um, in the first half was, uh, of course, Lundstrom's tackle. Now, now, I mean, I, I'm sure we're all going to have the consensus and the same agreement. But I did see on t- on you know social media and uh, what whatever that some people were questioning whether, like, I saw quite a few tweets like, "Oh, well, the game's gone. You can't even tackle anymore." But let's <laughs> be real. Come on, that was uh, a poor tackle. When it like he's won the ball initially, but then he's gone over the top, and you can't do yeah. that. Like you what just Jimmy can't. Floyd Hasselbank was saying is that he 
to protect himself, he locks his leg and stretches his leg out. Like that's yeah. why his studs were up like yeah. that. And if he had if he had his bent leg and he retracted, obviously it would have been a bit more painful for him. But the, yeah, he made that mistake of going in with the straight leg with the studs up. So he and also let me mention the referee before I forget. Yeah, um, yeah it's your best game, mate. I saw, Peter Banks. I saw it was Peter Banks. So I was like, this is this is a recipe for disaster. Like, I was like, mate, yeah. we are losing this game. He had a pretty decent game. Like, he didn't really. Yeah, make to be any fair, mistakes, there's nothing to complain to about. And and in, in all fairness as well, it was good. I think it was a good use of VAR. So he did the safe thing by giving a yellow because then yeah. in his brain he knew that it would go to VAR regardless. So he's done the yeah, safe thing true. of giving a yellow card and then going, okay, well, it's going to go to VAR. So if I've made a mistake or, you know, um, I'll get saved by VAR. So he's actually played it quite well there, um, which was yeah. good. Um, I must admit, so... at the time, I didn't think it was a red. Um, that's going to be oh, unpopular. Really? But as Did it you happened, not? I oh, thought, right. no. When it first happened, I thought that's a good tackle. Just because you see, you'd see that sort of tackle down, you know, public any day of the week, mm. you know. Or you'd see it in League One, League Two, <laughs> even the Championship most weeks. You know, that, that sort of tackle would happen. And then it'd probably just get overlooked. You'd just get maybe a yellow. Maybe, Do you reckon? But... No, yeah, I, I, saw I, it, I, I, I thought it was red. I thought I it was red instantly. Even when I they gave him the yellow, yeah, I was like, "No, see, it's going to be red." I just knew it. I had to away. watch it back and think because his studs yeah. were up. Mm. Yeah, his no, studs no, for, were up. For me, they weren't going into his like shin or something. That's what sort of thought. Mm. His studs are down, like they're going down. But then I think, yeah, when I watched it back, I was like. Yeah, that's probably yeah. a red card. And then, um, and then, and then I saw I saw a lot of people as well saying that oh, because it was slowed down, it looked worse. Um, no, mm. or, or was it, it didn't look as bad? But anyway, people were saying oh, because it's been slowed down, like you don't have a good perception. But I was like, regardless of what speed, no. in full speed, even in live even speed, slow, it looked terrible. Yeah, like like it was a, mm. it, in my opinion, it was a terrible tackle, and it was definitely a red card. It obviously was because Veltman was brought off at halftime, wasn't he? So yeah. whether, whether yeah. that was tactical was or oh, yeah. because he was actually paint. Yeah, Ali Reza yeah. came on for him, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah and and, and okay, let's 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 talk about Ali Reza as well because I feel like he's very split. He's splitting a lot of uh, so even now he's splitting a lot of opinions. <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I'm I'm not being biased just because he's my countryman, but I don't think he's been playing as bad as a lot of people are suggesting. No, and no, I, th- I I think it's the, people are being quite reactionary and no, quite harsh be on fair. him because what you what, what do you think, Ryan? Do you think he's being shit or good? Yeah, I think. I don't think, yeah, I don't know, because he doesn't perform badly. Like, he doesn't do much wrong. But then mm. when it, I don't know, because the, the miss was shocking by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, that that's, miss that's was it. absolutely horrific. And that's what people are going to remember. So, yeah, exactly. You know, I don't think he did too much wrong in terms of when he was on the pitch. But, I mean, he put in a few decent balls, but. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he's been that bad, yeah. to be fair. Um, yeah, that, 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 I don't that's think what I mean. That's what he's I mean. going like, to make much more of an impact anymore because, like, I always was on yeah. the thing of like he's going to make a change, but he had his chance yesterday to make a difference, and we didn't see it really. Yeah. No. No. I, I agree to a certain extent. I just feel like the criticism is quite over the top slash harsh just on off like yeah. you know like, like we talked about with 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 um, with Matty Ryan. You know, like that. Okay. Yeah. We, we're all we're all entitled to opinions and you know that's that's the beauty of football you know everyone's got their opinion but i just feel like sometimes we bright well as our as a fan base we're a little bit sort of reactionary and a bit like you know just jumping on players just as a as a point of to blame something or someone yeah. um and i just feel like he's sort of taking the brunt of it because of yeah I, i'm not too sure why well, he, but... i think i don't know if it's just my friends or maybe it's actually all premier league fans i feel like he's a bit of a laughing stock which is a bit disrespectful to say, but I feel like, mm. I don't know, my friends who support other teams always comment like, Jahanbash, ha 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 ha, can't believe he's coming on. Like, what mm. fraud, Premier League fraud doesn't deserve to be in the Prem. 
Um, yeah. And maybe, yeah, and he, obviously his performances don't do it justice. And like you said, yeah, Ryan, like, like, just mi- missing those big chances, that's, that's, yeah. the, that's what everyone's going to remember, right? No, 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 hundred percent. And, and yeah, look, I'm not, I'm not saying he's been class and like, oh, what a player, you know, he should be playing more, blah, 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 blah. blah. I just feel like, he, yeah, he has been underwhelming, but I just feel like he hasn't been as bad as some people portray him to be. Like they're making out as if he's like mm. an absolute donkey and he can't kick a ball straight. Like, no, true. He's not, true. he's not at that level. Um, but yeah, no, true. no, uh, granted, you know, granted we've got better players in the squad and maybe, you know, we should be, we should maybe giving chances to other people like Zakiri, for example. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so so moving on to the second half then. Um, so again, we look the much better team. And then <laughs> and then somehow they've gone up the other end and 10-man Sheffield United have scored to make it 1-0. Now, let, I've got a question for you both. Let's start with Ben. Uh, when that ball went in, Ben, <laughs> what, were your, what was your initial reaction slash thoughts? I wasn't actually, like, I was watching my brother and I wasn't even surprised. Um, I was literally like, because it had been coming, but they had a couple of counterattacks that they weren't just ordinary counterattacks. They actually looked threatening. Like even the Goldrick mm-hmm. that were running down, Ollie Burke especially, whenever the balls played over the top and he just looked so much quicker than Lewis Dunk. And I was like, oh, this is actually going to be an issue. Mm-hmm. And also when they bring on Jaden Bogle, he was someone that I was so keen to sign before we got Lamptey or anyone like that. Same. I was like, he's the right back we need. And that, when he came on, I was like, he's going to score, isn't he? Like, this was just set it up so well that yeah. he's a player that we've been after for so long. Interested his prim- in. His Premier his League debut. Debut. Mm. You kidding me? Yeah. And coming off Webster. Did it come? Yeah, deflection off yeah, Webster. Yeah, yeah, it was a big deflection. Yeah. Big deflection, yeah. And it's it was such like a that. lucky that their goal. Kind of, that. that was their threatening chance. It, it, it? it was. Yeah. It was a lucky goal. But I, th- I feel like they they sort of made their own luck. You know, like yeah, Ben said, you know, they, they 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 actually looked quite threatening at times with the counter on the, the counter attack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's but the what thing. about you, that's what yeah, I, said about, yeah, I didn't expect that. Yeah, that's what I said about Dan James. That's what he would give us if we did sign him because I know we've been linked. Someone to actually look like they're going to do something and outpace someone because when we're going forward and we have a turn of pace there isn't a turn of pace but I'll probably Trossard um we get the ball we'll pass it into yeah. someone and it'll sort of be like we'll run almost in slow motion we'll have a tiniest of overlaps from Lalana or something and we'll lay it off to him and then we'll slow it down and probably go backwards or pass it sideways or something so yeah <laughs> I think Burke pass it I back to Sanchez Burke was, uh, um, yeah and I remember when Burke was uh at Forest when he was like 18 or something and he tore us apart that day um but then we ended up winning like 3-0 or something but I remember um he was tearing us apart for like a good 35 minutes and yeah when he come when he come on I was thinking oh god it's gonna happen is he just gonna do it again mm-hmm. and um yeah I think he, his he pace PTSD. and his power like yeah and he's like sort of he's so strong so that's maybe what Dan James wouldn't have but that's what um, we were yeah, lacking though so like, strong we always look we always look good on the counter-attack and when we play a team like Sheffield United, we're not, we don't really get the chances to counter-attack, especially yeah, when they've got no, 10 men. True. And that's when we have to start passing around the box and look for these little little passes that's going to get us through to the box. But it's so hard to do when you're playing against 10 men. And let's not forget, like, Sheffield United are a proper, very organised team. Like, if you look mm-hmm. at them last year, and they mm-hmm. yes, they ship goals, but they're still pretty good defensively. Yeah, I, um, I think we, I think the commentator said, he said that um, Sheffield United have only lost, I think, every game. I, I could be wrong, but I think they said every game, they've only lost it by one goal. Um, that they really? lost. I, they I, I'm pretty sure many. that was the stat. Yeah, so they don't concede many. many. And, and yeah, I mean, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so it was just yeah for me as soon as that goal went in, I was like, just I was like, fuck, like 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 I think it was just that reaction of like, 
yeah, I, I, at the moment, the way we're playing at the moment, like, it just doesn't shock me. 10 man Sheffield United, yeah. you know, scoring a goal, like, what the hell? But yeah, anyway, My so. My first thought then, was just uh, relegation. As, to that, like, as soon as I saw it, the first word <laughs> was just like, yeah, relegation. Well, well no, is that, <laughs> is that quote I said last week, wasn't it? Last week I said that if we lose to Sheffield United, relegate us. And I thought that was going to come true. So, <laughs> uh, thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, uh, that guy Welbs came on. Um, and well, he made like, a difference. Before the Welbeck chance, though, Maz, they could have easily made it 2-0. Ollie yeah. Burke, when he was yeah. scoring goal. Scored. No, I was like, I was like oh my God, they're actually gonna, uh, he's going to finish here. It's going to be yeah. curtains. But, yeah, and he, but yeah, and he didn't even hit the target, did he? Luckily, he skied it. Yeah, yeah that was... That he was finished that on fire. Yeah, that, this, this podcast will be completely different. And my Potter would be would be probably a bit different as well. But, <laughs> you know. well, well, let's let's just quickly then. I've got a question because me and Ryan were actually chatting about this off air. So we were talking about the defence, and obviously, uh, just the invite. Not... Fucking hell, <laughs> Ben, you weren't you weren't <laughs> replying to the in a group chat as per usual. So oh, well. um, we had to have our own combo. Uh, but yeah, so me, me and Ryan were chatting about this off air, and we were talking about like our defence. So let's talk about it because obviously, yeah, like you mentioned for the goal and for the counter attack for Burke's chance. Obviously, defence was a little bit shaky and a bit, you know, not the best. So what I was saying to Ryan off air was that. Um, I think that this season, defensively, we haven't been crap. Like I'm not saying we've been shit. Or we've actually been quite decent. But I feel like, in, in, from my my prediction or my what I envisaged at the beginning of the season, being you know this solid sort of solid at the back, you know, playing it from the back and not conceding many goals, etc. I feel like it's been underwhelming from that aspect. And I feel like you know, let's single out, let's say Webster, for example, even Lewis Dunk. I feel like he's not been to his best. Um, ben White's been class. So, you know, I'm not going to put him in that bracket. Um, and then, and then to be fair, may, okay, maybe just them two, but I feel like they've been underwhelming in comparison to what I expected going into that, into the season. So Ryan, obviously you, yeah, what you said to me, obviously it'd be good for people listening to, to know that as well. What you said back to that. Um, so we were initially comparing it to Leeds, weren't we? So we were talking about the Leeds. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, And how bad they are defensively because Bielsa's style of play is literally... Let's yeah. just keep attacking. Let's keep attacking. Keep attacking, and it's sort yeah. of like the uh, what was it? Um, it's just yeah. I can't. I can't think of the quote, but yeah, it's just not. It's not a great way to sustainably play football, especially if you're just promoted, in my opinion. And I saw like everyone giving them all this praise, saying like, "Congratulations, Leeds! You just lost six two away. Like, congratulations, unbelievable achievement." And I was just like, "Oh <laughs> my god!" So my point of it was like, I just think. Leeds, because you said that they've got like four centre backs out or something ridiculous. Yeah, and, they're all um, injured. I said, yeah. but I still, I don't even rate like their their first team uh, centre halves. I just don't think they're that good, and I just think mm. that we've we've got centre backs that are better than them by quite a distance, whether you whether you think it or not. And I think the reason why we've been let down in terms of that was, <laughs> sorry, Matty, but the goalkeeping situation was so poor. We would only concede a few yeah. shots and they would always go in. So if there was a mistake from those defenders, we would get caught out. Now, what happened yesterday was we had our defenders ending up pushing forward too much because we couldn't have we couldn't finish our dinner at all. So we had defenders, midfielders pushing right up because we needed to score a goal. We got caught out by a quick um, striker in Burke, which is almost inevitable. That's why they brought him on and it was a good sub. Um and we haven't got the quickest of centre-halves, being dunked probably primarily. But mm. um, yeah, that's what caught us out. And I think um, I don't think that's down to poor defending. I think that's just down to the fact we can't score. So we ended up pushing too far. And that was yeah. that's what we got caught out with, if you know what I mean. So I, I wouldn't put that solely down to the defence. I'll just say that, you know, 
we were it, going for naturally the game. they're gonna yeah naturally they're gonna push so that's what's gonna happen mm-hmm. and we've got to we've got to take this game and especially when yeah. we went one nil down and then they had that second chance to take it two nil like we had Webster shooting from like thirty yards we had Dunk coming <laughs> forward we had Ben <laughs> White on the right chances. back <laughs> yeah exactly so that's what I'm saying we had our defense literally pushing them and um, mm. yeah I think March again was good actually uh, to take a positive yeah. mate Mar- yeah. March has actually been yeah he's been he, I was actually thinking about it last night watching the game I was like he's actually been class like he's, he's actually, he's sort of like hit, hit it's actually hit home like I was like. He's actually really good. Like he's probably yeah, one of our sort of standout. I'd love him to get an England call up. I'd love it. So I don't know when our next internationals are. They normally end up starting again in March, don't they? Something like that. Yeah, I'd yeah. love it if he continues this form up to then. It's good. It's a big ask because we have got a few more months till that happens. But he's worthy of it. Like if we were playing internationals next week, he would be in for a in for a call up. 100%. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. And so, uh, okay, yeah. Trossard, by the way, obviously we I think you guys we might, I think we said he was yeah. underwhelming against Fulham. He was pretty, well. I was very happy with how he played, especially in the first half. He looked like our most creative player. Yeah, no, no, I, more I, attacking player. And do you know why? I, I think Brian, you touched on it last week. I think it was where he was playing. So I think he played in the ten role, didn't he? No, I think it was me to be fair, but whatever. Oh, sure. oh right. Sorry, mate. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> whoever okay. it was. Sorry, Ben. Yeah, whoever it was. Ben, ben Give me my right. medal. Give me my credit. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Whichever, whichever <laughs> one of you bumbling idiots it was. Um, no, it, it was definitely. <laughs> it was definitely the the the, the for me the positioning he was. Yeah. Uh, he, he was put in, which uh, and again, that's I suppose that's credit to Potter by. Uh, maybe recognising that listen to your social bang on they should get you both as a backroom staff mate and you can maybe yeah, yeah, I don't know why they haven't considered yeah. it yet to be quite honest Yeah, could be the could be our stadium presenter as well whatever his name oh, is oh look at that that's a perfect team Cereal Waffler in... <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'll take that that's probably the best compliment I've ever had uh, right so and, th- and, th- and then um, yeah going on then so of course let's talk about then so let's talk about first of all the the the, the goal the equalizer so Boelbeck um was yeah came on uh made it made it made a difference I suppose and he took his chance you know and that's all we can ask for and you know I've been slandering him a lot and um you know he, he's he's sort of you know I, I was made to eat my words yesterday which was nice I, I'd rather him do that than um not score at all so th- that was good um but was it was it poor defending from Sheffield United or was that just good play from from Danny Welbeck. Yeah, I think they just fell right. asleep with it. Yeah, they fell asleep with that, to yeah. be honest. Um, but they're, it was a good they finish. Got, they got so excited. Was, um... they, they got so excited they were one new up for once. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, we got a defence. But no, they just, yeah, they, they were sleeping. But it was, um, did it come off one of their heads, I think? And then it sort of come off. Yeah, and then Welbeck like just took it. Up um, it. Yeah. yeah, but no, it's a good Chess finish. A good finish from Welbeck. He made that look easier than it was. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he's yeah. bouncing in front of him. He's dived into it. And I haven't seen one of our strikers dive into a ball for so long. So, yeah, it's quite nice to actually have someone take their chance. <laughs> Just no, thought don't... of the podcast title, Saved by the Well. Like oh. Saved by the Bell. And then um, we, we've touched on it already. We've touched on it already. And I think yeah, we, we don't need to go too much into it because, like I said, we have, we have talked about it already. But Ali Reza, Ali Reza's header... Uh, and chance. Um, so yeah, see, I my, mean... me, my brother Maz, he said that it was actually a more difficult header because he, had, I think, he had two defenders in front of him, and he only see, had like the top half was, of the goal to aim for. See, this is what I was going to say. So earlier, obviously, Ryan, you said like he, should, like, you know, it was an unbelievable, shocking miss, blah blah. And, and I agree to a certain extent. I do. Should be but getting at the, the target. But yeah, I mean, 
it was, I don't know, it was an easy chance, but at the same time, not the easiest, easiest chance. I don't know how to describe it. I just want to... Yeah, I don't know what I was easier, like, his or Connolly's, because Connolly's was literally yeah. like a goal. Like, yeah. completely yeah. Yeah. How the hell did Connolly... Oh, how mate. did he not... Yeah. If he left that, Welbeck was behind him. <sighs> Welbeck would have buried that any day of the week. So... Yeah, that was that was shocking, yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah I, mean, poor, I think but yeah. for that one... Yeah, no, agreed, agreed. I, I, I mean, uh, you know, we should be taking those chances. There's no two ways about it. Um, so, yeah, this disappointing, really. Disappointing game all to go. So, just to summarise then, um, yeah, I mean, we, we had our chances to, to score. <laughs> Again, we didn't take them. Um, I think it's same old, old Same, yeah. yeah, same old story Episode 15, us. and it's the same, same shit. Fucking literally, annoying, isn't it? Literally, we've had we've had we've had one one podcast against Aston Villa where we were able to talk about a win, and you know, um, and even then I, we moaned for about half an hour. So um, it just shows <laughs> our sort of mood at the moment. Um, but let, let let's talk about sort of uh, another big stat that we, we love our stats on this uh, on this show, and a, a big one that we saw was the XG. Um, <laughs> so this this is one for you. Uh, Brighton had a higher XG, three point three five. Then Liverpool against Crystal Palace when they won seven nil, and their XG was two point seven two. So just let that sink in um, for a second. Relegate, literally just relegate. The thing is, yeah, like we'll say, oh yeah, it's okay because we're playing well, you know, and we'll be like, oh yeah, it's okay because we'll take the positives. But if you don't score when you've got that much chance to score, you do not deserve to stay up. It's as simple as that. Like you do yep. not deserve it. If you can't score or to be playing, goals or to be playing minutes, in the Premier League, <laughs> yeah, you do not deserve it. No, you I feel like I feel like we deserve to stay up because we create the chances. But then it's the, like this is, goes back to the whole Potter in, Potter out. We create the chances, but it's down to the players now to actually exactly. finish them. And those players yeah. can't finish those chances in the Premier League. They shouldn't this, be in the Premier League. This, this, this was another. This was another comparison, actually. So one of my Spurs friends, right? He said he compared. Well, he's not comparing Potter to this person, but let, let, let me let me just say it, and then and then I'll try and explain exactly what I'm saying. So he he said that under Poch, under Pochettino, they played some incredible football. They looked really really good, but they weren't getting the results, maybe so to speak. So, you know, getting that you know winning the Premier League, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, like really really going for it. They were putting the pressure on, but never actually fully getting the you know getting the W. So he was sort of, uh, that made me think, okay, that's quite similar to Potter uh, with regards to playing really well, really attractive style of football, but not necessarily getting the results. And we all saw what happened to Pochettino. <laughs> he, he got the sack. Mm. Um, now, you know, I'm not, I'm not comparing Potter to Pochettino because clearly Pochettino's levels above, but I, it's very reminiscent of, of that Spurs kind of ethos that Pochettino had where, you know, he was, he was playing really attractive football. Now, do you see similarities in that? Cute. Or do you think... Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, what, what, what do you mean by that? We're too cute. We're too nice. We're too... It's only Brighton. We can just yeah. push them away. It's sort of like we can flick them over. And that's what we've had under Potter, annoyingly. And I don't know, as we said a couple of weeks ago with Mourinho, he come in and he said... We're going to change this team. We're going to make them idiots. We're going to make them arrogant. We're going to make them selfish. Yeah. We need we need that so badly. We need that ruthless streak because we don't have it. And I think that's what's costing us so much. I mean, I'm yeah. looking back at the Duncan, the Mope chance. I know it's a good block and, and they sort of got in each other's way. But if you sort of look how they struck it, it's so half-hearted. Like they sort of, they yeah. uh, we'll try and shoot. Oh, it didn't go in. What a shame. I'll oh, try again in a minute. Mm. And it's like, just like, like as Welbs did, bury it. <laughs> Literally, jump into it, dive into it, volley it as hard as you can. Just make sure it goes in because it's like we don't have that sort of 
let's smash them. And it's like, you know, like you're punching in the first half, though. In the first half, before before Burt came on, actually, uh, interestingly enough, I wrote down, we're looking a bit stronger and a bit more fighting us. And I don't know whether that's because we were playing, maybe the players had more confidence because we were playing Sheffield United, or whether they had realised we actually do need to have a bit more yeah. oomph about us. I don't know if you guys recognise that. Did you not think we had a bit more fighting us compared to the previous uh, games? First uh, half we did, second really. half maybe not. I think the lack of fight was shown by the way we went 1-0 down and then we sort of half yeah. tried to get back into it and pa- passed it around for about 20 minutes and then we took our chance and then we passed it around for but, another but five, let, 10 let, minutes. The, th- the thing that frustrates me, and, and I, I'm sure, well, I hope you can all agree, is like, how have we not not gone like hell for leather when Sheffield United were 10 men down? I, you know, you know, maybe we did sort of, we did go for it, but like I feel like we didn't go go for it. Like when a team yeah. of that quality, and let's be frank, they're not the best quality. Well, they're bottom of the table for a reason. With they one, were terrible one point yesterday. I've got to be honest, going into that game, and yeah, so why have we not just gone and bat like absolutely go for it and just go for hell for leather when they're down to ten mm. men, especially? You know, okay, yeah, fair enough. Eleven versus eleven, you could argue. You know, we you know they, they can match us. They're defensively organised, etc., etc. But after that, when they've gone down to ten, there is no excuses. I'm sorry, but there's no excuses that we leave that game with one point. Even Ben White said it mm. after the game. He was like, "There's no excuses. We should have won that game with ten men." Or sorry, I think it was Welbeck. I think it was sorry. Um, mm. So yeah, for me, there was just no excuses, and and I, it disappointed me the way we sort of went about it after they went down to ten men. But mm. I mean, it is. What if it you is. look at uh, if you look at Ben White's Instagram captions for every single game after every, it's literally the same every time. So like, yeah, the boys a... played well. Um, should have taken our chances. <laughs> we, did, we didn't deserve what we got. Yeah, literally, yeah. if you look at if you do it now, we'll stand the podcast. But uh, if you have a look on your phone, it's honestly yeah. every caption is exactly the same. So, it's like it's just so frustrating. Just copy and paste. So copy does that paste. come down? Yeah, yeah copy and paste. to Potter, or does that come down to the players? Because I've I've yeah. always I've said to the last two days I've said. It's not Potter's fault. It's the players. They're not. They're not taking their chances, mm. and to a degree, that's true. Half we got ridiculous amount of chances, and half of them are being missed. Right, but <laughs> as we just said about Poch, is he too nice? Is it? Is it? We're going to just keep doing mm. this because I spoke. To, I've, I'm in a group chat, yeah, and we like a lot of them are Swansea fans, so they always banter me saying, "Oh, Graham Potter's like a fraud." And I'll just be like, oh, no, he's a good manager. He just needs time. We've just got mm. poor, uh, poor attackers. And they said, but this literally is the same story at Swansea as well. They said we played such pretty football, but we never really looked yeah. like actually scoring a goal. And <laughs> the thing is that like, I put a tweet out and I said, what manager's actually going to come in and stop the players from missing from five yards out? Now, it's obviously a bit of a jokey tweet, but it's also like a serious thing. Who comes in? Sorts mm. out because yeah. I saw people saying yeah, Eddie yeah. Howe, he got relegated with a Bournemouth side worse than us, so no. Mm. Um, then who? Bilic? No thanks. Yeah, um, yeah no, I, mean, I, I honestly, yeah, I, I think you make a really good point, Ryan. Like, I don't see any manager coming in now and making a difference. There, for me, like, let, and again, it's coming back to the whole thing. You know, we are Brighton. We're not going to attract, you, you know, your 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 high end, high caliber you know, managers, we're not, we're just not going to do it. So, you know, who is out there genuinely right now that's going to be able to, to turn our season around or, you know, to make a difference. I, I just don't think there is anyone. So while no. we, let, let's just put a bit more, you know, let's just stick with Potter. Um, and, but yeah. then, but then on the flip side, Ryan, I agree with you as well. It's like, 
um, well, there's a few of my friends were saying, well, well, Potter picks the team. And I was like, well, yeah, of course he does. You know, he is, he is responsible for who is on that pitch. But then at the same time, it's like, okay, let's say you've got six strikers, right, in the squad. If they're all playing shit, how what more can you do? But you have to pick yeah. two of them. You yeah. have to pick one of them. You have to pick two of them. Like what what more can yeah. you know? You I can't just go out there with no too. strikers. Mm. Yeah. They're saying, Oh yeah, why pick Connolly then? Well, what what choice have we got? We've got a Sakiri who's <laughs> never played before. We've got Welbeck who was tired, so he needed a bit of a rest. Mope came back into the team after being dropped, so you can't say that. And he wasn't great. And then then what, <laughs> you know? So it's, yeah, oh, it's, I think it's so, down to the players, but at the same time, yeah, because a lot of people were saying it, Graham Potter's not immune to criticism. I'm not saying he's completely like no, of course. doing everything spot on because obviously he isn't. Yeah, 100%. But, yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, it's no, just, I agree. Oh, I, it's I so mean, he's, he's he, he, definitely, uh, and just on that, like, yeah, there's been there's been moments where, like, you know, substitutions he's made, I've questioned. Um, the way we set up sometimes, I've questioned. So, no, you know, he's not he's not completely blameless whatsoever, but I feel like putting all the blame on him is just not fair. Um, you know, no, everyone's putting yeah. the whole load on him, which is just, just not fair. You know, the player's got to take uh, responsibility. But just, just quickly reminding me, you talked about Mope. We completely forgot to talk about his chance in the first half when he got cut back, you know, the pullback um where he he, he yeah. basically scuffed it into Ramsdale's arms yeah. like yeah why is he how that's is one he nil any day of the week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and um yeah anyway we digress um so let, let, <laughs> let's let's talk about um Jakob Moda who's been um apparently linked with a, a return uh January 1st and obviously we talked about Percy Tau so um, what's the song also- Ryan Jakob Moda, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jakob Moda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's hope he's actually good. Like, just like yeah, I'm hoping, right? Singer. I'm hoping that he's like a, a Suchek type of player because he's like six foot two, oh, yeah, six yeah. foot three. He's a massive centre midfielder, um, and I Best think that's like we Robert need a, Yeah, <laughs> someone to bully people in the midfield. Someone to yeah. be a bit more ruthless. He's he's got that sort of Polish gene where he's quite tall. He's quite arrogant, and hopefully that can show. I don't know whether that will mean anything i don't know we need some no, we need some help i'm confident no 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 i, I definitely i feel like like i love basuma and lalana in that center midfield however i feel like i don't know i would like to see basuma and then yeah like a yakamoda or someone a bit more stern like an alzate for example just a little bit more mm. sort of thing and then yeah. have lalana in that 10 role like that's what i'd like mm. to see i'd like lalana pushed on more i don't think he's i think he's a bit wasted at center, center mid uh, i need i think he's much better at a 10 role like just behind the striker or strikers and then have like yeah have your two sturdy midfielders like you know basuma's incredible so he, he does what he does but then have that like you said that that bit of st- stability and a bit of bit of crunch in that center midfield i think that's what we're missing and i think that'd be a huge huge um, that's true. Huge addition when he Lallana comes in. Lallana being in attack um, and listen- mid, though, the only trouble with that is, sorry, is he's no, so but- injury prone. <laughs> so yeah, you put him no, in no, a position where course, he's more likely yeah. to get injured. It's sort of like, you know, mm. yes, he's great yeah. there, but do we want him to get hurt again? Not but really. Um, the way I, the way I see it with Lallana now, right? <laughs> I'm going to be brutally honest. The way I see it with him is like, just put him in a game. If he gets injured, like. What can we like? We just expect it now. Like that's just the way I look at it. I'm just like I expect him to get injured every game now. So if he does, he gets injured. I'm not even going to get angry about it. And I was getting angry at first, but now I'm just like, well, it's just part of the game now. Like, it is what it is. Of... Yeah, it is what <laughs> it is. Um, I was just sorry, boys. I was just looking at the FIFA World Rankings to see where Poland are because I know they've been doing quite well recently. Uh, they're, so yeah, they're nineteenth. They've got a good team, and he starts for them. He's been starting for them the past like four or so games now. So I think we do have a pretty decent player on our hands. And let's not forget that we mentioned it in a previous podcast about him getting. He turned, I think he turned Bayern Munich down because Bayern Munich didn't want to. Hmm. Well, no, maybe they 
maybe you think let Poznan turn them down because they didn't want to, uh, Bayern Munich didn't want to loan him back. back sorry. We just go to show how highly maybe Bayern Munich uh, think of him, you know? And so yeah. I think we do have a decent player on our hands. I'm pretty confident. Yeah, and same with uh, Karbovnik as well. We've got two big Polish talents coming in. Um, mm. I don't think Karbovnik's coming in um, January, but yeah, no. I, I like the look of Moda. And uh, we've got a good, we've got a good um, relationship with Poland now because we had, uh, was it Thomas Kuszak? few years ago yeah. Oh, yeah. he was class the last polish guy we had so i think yeah. so yeah get him in yeah yeah no 100 100 percent. i mean uh, yeah i think we talk about it loads of times like what what's the harm <laughs> like uh, you can't get yeah, worse literally. Right now, so might as, well, might as well just get get them in um so uh, another question i wanted to pose to you too uh was um obviously we've we've given Connolly a bit of criticism um and we've said that he's been you know maybe not up to scratch recently and he's still a young player let's not forget you know let, let's talk about the positives he's he's I think he's got bags of potential um you know I think he will become a great player I just feel personally now he's not at the level we need him to be no. so the question to you boys is uh, and let's start with you Ben do you think a loan move loan move would benefit him yeah I, I, I really do but the only issue there is I don't think we can afford to send him on loan because mm. He's probably our third choice striker, and if if we're playing two up top, he's going to be the guy that has to come on. Unless we get another striker ahead of him, there's no there's no way we're going to be able to afford to let him go on loan. But mm. a loan move would do him a world of good. Like if you look at Harvey Elliott, now yeah, that's exactly I'm not saying he's on the same levels as Aaron Connolly. Uh, Aaron Connolly's on the same level as Harvey Elliott, but you see, he's flying in the championship now, coming uh, yeah. from loan from Liverpool. Um, yeah, it would do him the world of good, but yeah. We cannot, yeah, no, we can't 100%. to do it, unfortunately. Uh, um, and Ryan? Yeah, no, I agree. I think with Connolly, I'm not sure. I'm not sure whether he's it or not. I think if he sorts himself out, I think he's got a lot of himself to sort out before he can focus on his football no, as well. I, but, I, um, I, I, think, I think that's a, I don't I think know that's a much about point, him like, personally. But, yeah. Well, yeah. well, okay, Just just from what I've heard and like okay again i don't want to bang on about it but when i was when i spoke to ben white the other, the other week uh the other day he he mentioned like two two or three of his answers about being the biggest moaner or like the biggest sort of uh personality kind of um what, how to best describe it like being quite a sulky kind of guy he mentioned him every time and he was like and the way he was talking about him as well he's like he's a quite a big problem about him like his attitude so just from that, just from that interaction alone, I think that says a lot and it speaks volumes mm-hmm. for me personally. Like, mm-hmm. I think he has got that attitude problem or that that kind of arrogance where he thinks he's much better than he is. And I think mm-hmm. that's what lets him down at the moment. And and again, it's just a maturity thing, isn't it? Like, you know, he's, he's young, he's still learning the game. Um, and, you know, of course, like, you know, when you came, when you scored two goals against Spurs, you're going to have that ego complex, aren't you? You're yeah. going to have that, like, oh yeah, I'm the boss. Like, I'm the man. I scored two goals against Spurs. Like, that kind of complex. So I get maybe where it comes from, but, is it justified? Probably not. Like you've not That's done much. That's the same since. thing as um, Arsene Wenger said, isn't it? Um, a good, probably eight nine years ago now, to be honest. But um, he said the building of a young player. He said is obviously their footballing ability. He said, but the biggest thing is their mental ability. He said that's where yeah. the majority of these players fall apart. They get either too big for themselves, mm. or they don't back themselves enough. Um, I think probably that Connolly is he backs himself too much. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Just taking I've it got off. A good what quote. I think. Um, go on. So I heard it on a podcast this morning. Um, so it is talent puts you in rooms. Uh, only character can keep you in that room. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And I, I, I think that, that that literally sums. I think that sums him up perfectly. I th- I feel like he's got bags of bags of potential, great talent, 
but I just feel like mentally and you know personality wise, he's he's yeah he's not think, there um, at the moment. In um, terms of his actual uh, footballing ability, I think the only trouble with mm-hmm. him is is um, he's not very clinical and yeah he's he's very quick. He's he's good at getting he making those runs, getting in behind, but when he gets those runs and he makes that ball. You would never really back him to score, really. Let's be honest. You'd never think, oh, Connolly's in, that's a goal. You wouldn't. And mm. I think that's, I don't know. He's not. He's definitely not Premier League level yet. I think he's probably lower championship, yeah, mid-championship level. Um, and I think that's quite obvious to anyone, really. And I think Connolly, deep down, knows that. <laughs> he knows that he's not Premier level yet. Um, yeah, I'm not saying like he can't be. I'm not saying he won't more be, of a winger. he's a long way. Yeah, Maybe. I agree. feel like he's yeah. more of a winger. Like, remember when is against obviously against uh, Spurs, his second goal. I can't even remember his yeah, first he goal. Cut so. in, didn't he? Oh no, his first goal was a little tapping. But yeah, he started yeah. from the left and cut in. I feel like he would be a lot more threatening down the left. But that goes Maybe. back to how Potter plays. We don't play with wide players, do we? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, no. I must yeah, admit, yeah, actually, he has to play saying that I do miss. I miss having wingers. Like I know it's Potter's philosophy, and it's not going to happen. But like I miss having an exciting winger because I feel like that's where so much creativity comes from. Um, yeah. You look back well, in our championship really, days. We relied on it yeah. all the time. Yeah, and you even look at Wolves now. Wolves in the in the Prem. That they, they yeah. you know, I know again they got they they have a different system, but they play with those. You know uh, who is it? Um, Pedence and Pedence. I can't remember the other Pedro guys, Neto. So. That's it, Neto. Like yeah. they come, they got Wolves. the wing, and obviously they had Jimenez. Uh, you know. Um, before his injury, that Jimenez as a, as a focal central central striker, and then had Neto and um, yeah Pedence coming in from the wings, and just look how effective that is. And they got Adama Traore coming off the bench as well. Like I know that you know that's levels, but that just shows the kind of yeah the, with wingers how effective it is and how sort of yeah. yeah. Then you look but we at, don't um, have that, even we don't have that focal. Man point. United, yeah. you look at Man United. Yeah. They've got Rashford, they've got Martial, they've got Greenwood, and they've got uh, even Dan James made a difference yesterday. Then you look at Liverpool. They've got Salah, they've got mm. Firmino, they've got yeah. Mane, got Jota. So all these top teams, and even Man City, they've got Sterling, they've got Mares, and they've got Aguero or Torres. Jesus in the middle. Torres, Torres as well. well. So, yeah, they've got all the best teams seem to have wingers, but we don't go with them. Yeah. Bayern, even Coman, they've got Gnabry, they've got so many good players. So, mm. Sane. So I, I, love, I love how we're mentioning all these class teams <laughs> in amongst Brighton. Yeah, but I'm um, saying in terms of philosophies, like you look at the no, most no, successful uh, yeah. teams, they play a wingers and we don't. And it, yeah, it's fair. not no, no, working. No. So no, definitely. I don't know. Why no, not no, just I, try I, I, I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm only messing with you. Um, no, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's frustrating. But we got, you know, I personally, I think just like, let's keep faith with Potter. Like, you know, I don't want us to sort of be like, oh, like change it, everything, like get, you know, fucking do whatever you want. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens. And then, um, next one, um, Basuma. So Basuma, is he, uh, on the way out? Cause he's been linked with, I believe it's been Monaco. Uh, who are the other teams? Zidane oh, said that he was interested United. in him. Right. Yeah. The, to, yeah. Arsenal, um, I think as well. Arsenal. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Everyone. So he, he, absolutely yeah, everyone. He's, been, he's, he's been linked with an incredible, uh, like uh, uh, an amount of people and, you know, very much justified. He's been by yeah, far one of our him. best players. He's been incredible. Um, everything about him just oozes class. Um, and he's been a really big presence for us in the centre midfield. And, you know, it will be a big miss, um, but it's just, I, I suppose it's a compliment of, it shows that, you know, we are creating these players that, uh, 
you know, are, are, you want that, don't you? Really, I mean, you don't want it because <laughs> you want to keep your best players. Mm. But it's a compliment. It's a nice thing to know that you're creating these players and, you know, you're breeding mm. these talents. That You know, you look at Ben White, you look at your Basumas, um, and even, you know, a couple of other players. Um, they, he was been... a signing we made under Hewton as well. It's not like he was a yeah. kind of potter was it player. 14, like, that it was, was 14 about... million from Lille, wasn't it? 14 million from Lille. Yeah. Was it 14? For. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, so to make, what, 50 million that he's been, he's been quoted at or 50, 60 million? To make that kind of money on top of him is I'll take that all day long to be honest mm. and then spend well, that on I a striker think, boom dumb. I think we won't be letting him go in January that's for sure it'll be no no no, no I, I don't see be, that there's no way yeah. we'll sell him in January I, I did a no, little write-up actually I don't know if you guys read it but I was just saying like what I'd think we'd do and I'd say we wouldn't sell him in January the only trouble is when we're in such a terrible position right now going into mm. the summer we're notoriously absolutely dreadful January February March sort of time we're always rubbish um, so if we, cause normally, right, this is what we're talking about. We've got, normally we fall apart after December, right? We normally have a terrible Christmas and we sort of have that hangover till about April. And then we find a bit of late form to keep us up. Right now yeah. we normally start quite well. We normally have a decent August, September, build some points up so we don't get too heavily affected by December, but then we sort of feel it in February. But this time we haven't exactly started very well. So if we're going to go, you know, based off a trend where we sort of go like that. Well, we've sort of gone like this. And if we go (laughs) like that, we're going to just find ourselves in a relegation battle badly. And I think, well, I mean, I think, I think we're in that already. Let's be, let's be perfectly frank. We are in a relegation battle. Sorry. Um, Yeah. If we do get relegated, um, his price will go right down because we'll have to cash in um, because he won't want to play. He doesn't, he will not play championship football without even a shadow of a doubt. He deserves to be playing Premier League. And higher, so yeah, he'll yeah. be a very big miss, but he deserves no, it. No, hundred, so. no. Uh, I mean, I mean, I would, you know, I, I want to keep all of our best players forever, but let we've got also got to be realistic and and understand the business, like the business side of it, and um, just from a from a player's standpoint, like you said, he's not going to want to play lower levels, etc., uh, etc. Et so uh, look, look, I think yeah, there's no way. I don't think we're going to sell anyone. We won't sell Ben White. We won't sell Basuma in January. Like, there's no chance. Like. There's, if that happens, I will chop my leg off. Like I just don't see it happening mm. whatsoever. Um, but in the in the in the summer transfer window, I feel like if we don't, um, you know, if we stay up, um, I, I, I we can maybe keep these players like your, your Ben Whites and your Basumas, maybe uh, if we you know make some more additions, etc. But yeah, that's we, the only we way we do get relegated. Them. Yeah, but if we do get relegated, there is absolutely no chance. And no. but we are set up for replacing those players you know with the, with the players mm. that we've signed in the future. Mm. hypothetically you took this question for you two um would you sell Biss in january in order to have a decent striker no no because he's too important really? he's too yeah. important we if we lose that big cog in midfield we're done mm. because yeah. we, we're already done up front but if we've not got anything in midfield either we're done yeah like, we're literally yeah really yeah, yeah but then we're hoping we're saying yeah, if, yeah. he's not rather he's not than proven because we've got a good player there. That's the thing, yeah, yeah. With Basuma, he's a proven he's a proven class like centre midfielder. Now, for me, he's he's one yeah. of the best centre midfielders in the Premier League. For me, like I'm not even just saying that from a biased standpoint. But I think I think he's up there. But so the 18 chances we created against Sheffield United, they weren't all through Basuma. So no, we still he's, have he's, those no, chances but, created. But, being but he's a holding midfielder. But he's yeah, he's not he's not a creative midfielder. But I feel like that's more replaceable than a striker. So, which is why my argument is that I sell Biss in order to have a decent striker scoring us goals. 
disagree. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, for me personally, I, the, I would hate to see him leave in January for a striker just because, yeah, uh, I just don't think it makes any sense. And yeah, I'd rather to, to lose see, such an integral... This could be controversial. I'd rather see White go than Bissouma because but White's more replaceable yeah, than what well. I'd rather see White go than Bissouma. If we were to lose one in summer, I'd rather, I'd rather yeah. it be White than Bissouma. Because Bissouma is harder yeah, to find. I think I'd have to agree. Yeah, I'd no, no, agree. I agree. We've got I agree because because Webster, just bring Ostergaard in, etc. Ostergaard, yeah, yeah, we've got yeah, bags yeah. of them. So, he's been yeah, he's been class definitely. by the way for Coventry. He's been he's been really good. Um, yeah, I've been really Hayden Roberts with him, as well. So. He's coming up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we got we got a lot so, of cover in that centre half position. Whereas midfield, yeah. centre midfield, I don't think we do. Um, so no, I agree with you, Ryan. There, and then final thing on transfers. Um, to obviously, Matty Ryan. Um, we there's been a lot of said about him, like um, basically saying that if he doesn't start, he's willing to leave. And I think Potter's basically agreed to that. Um, so I think he's given him the green light now to make that move. And so um, I think uh, you know, just, just I'll start with myself. I, I feel like uh, if that's what he wants, um, you know, he wants to move for first team football. Fair play. Um, and you know, I think we've got enough cover in in that goalkeeper position to to. So, you know, he's been great and, uh, you know, it'd be a shame, but I feel like it's the right time if he was to leave. I, I wouldn't be too sort of upset or worried if he does, to be honest. Don't know about you guys. Yeah, no, I agree, yeah, mate. Yeah, cool. I think it, it's time to go. 28 years, not time to go. 28 years old, I think, you know, as keepers normally have their prime a bit later, but he's still got quite a bit ahead of him. But even still, I don't think he's going to be wanting, wanting to battle Jason Steele for that subs bench. Uh, we've, no. if we've all noticed what the subs bench is looking like. It's Jason Steele as the number two. So if you what is Matty Ryan now our number three? I don't think mm-hmm. Matty Ryan's going to be wanting to fight for a number two spot when he can move elsewhere and be number one straight away. Yeah, yeah. no, agree. Yeah, you can't blame him. Right? If I was him, I'd be yeah, I'd be straight out, hundred yeah. percent. Get yourself first team football because you know you're a good goalkeeper to a degree. So. You know, I, I would 100% go to a different league, maybe. I, I don't think he's Premier League anymore, but he would... I, I, yeah, I, I, can, I can see him going to like an Australia or a, Saudi, or a Saudi Arabia or, or like... Yeah, China, China, like China, China, yeah. I'm not sure if that's true, but apparently he's homesick. Okay. Not sure if it's true, but if it is, yeah. any Aussie out there would yeah. absolutely love him. So, 100%. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, fair play. All right, interesting. Um, so then... Uh, let's just talk about West Ham then, because we waffled a lot about about that uh, about the you know the previous stuff. So yeah, let's talk about West Ham. They're they're a team in um, playing really well. To be fair to David Moyes, he, he's got them playing really well, which I was actually very mm. surprised at. I thought he was a finished manager. <laughs> I was like, ah, David Moyes, unlucky lads. Um, and, but in actual fact, he's done really really well. Um, and West Ham are playing some really good football. Um, they've got some really good individual players. You look at Declan Rice. Um, you know, look at Mikel Antonio when he's when he's fit, um, and you know Sebastian Hallery even well. sort of picking up. Yeah, yeah, he's starting to pick up. So yeah, they've got really good, really good team. So let's start with you, Ryan. Um, um, let's let's talk about West Ham as a team. Um, who do you uh, worry about the most um, coming into the game? I worry about a lot of their team, to be honest. I think they're all really good. I like I like them a lot. Um, and I was never really on that hype of West Ham, I think, now. But no, they've got a good team. They've got Halea, they've got Bowen, they've got even Ben Rama now. They've got Declan mm. Rice in midfield. They've got a really strong team. Shoot Socek as well, uh, Bono at the back. Um, Fabianski and goals good as well. So, yeah, they've got a stacked team yep. all round. Um, and I think they're going to be worrying. And they're, that, they're up there for a reason, you know. Um David Moyes is doing what he did with Everton, um, and there was I think with Moyes, I, I was I agree I was I was on the thing of I think he's a bit of a dinosaur, but I mean there was a reason why uh, Sir Alex wanted him at Man United. It, whether it works or not, you know that's another reason. But um, you know you can't just become a rubbish manager overnight. You know you are a good yeah. manager or you're not. 
Um, and he, he was fantastic at um, Everton. And with what he had at United, maybe you could argue that he wasn't even that bad now. But, you know. Yeah, his um, record was a lot better. Actually, one of the best uh, compared to all the other like, replacements. Yeah, exactly. Is, uh, so, says a lot. And I think with Man United, they're a lot deeper rooted. But, um, yeah, I think you don't become a bad manager overnight. West Ham are going to be dodgy. We've got to turn up. But whether we will or not is another matter. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Every game's tough now because if we can't beat Sheffield United and um, Fulham, we should not be looking at West Ham for points now because although we've had a fantastic record against them, I don't think they've ever beaten us in the Premier League before. Um, but yeah. it's different now. It's different times. Um, I'm, wor- I'm very worried worrying. about the uh, aerial duels, um, especially set pieces. Yes. Like, like yeah. you mentioned Suchek, he is so threatening at set pieces. So even, we, even are was, re- we are really, it, we are really well, poor. West Ham against Leeds or Bono, I think it was from a set piece. He scored the winner. Uh, yeah, he scored a set piece. Yeah. Um, and I, I think was it the stat yesterday I saw as well was it was us and Leicester are the only team not to score from a set piece. Oh, unless Jesus. unless was was Welbeck's goal was that technically from a set piece yesterday or no? I think so. No, no. No, no it's um, a so yeah, they, and then they, it's pay back to Trossard. Well, there you go. So we, we're us and Leicester, are the only two teams not to have scored from a set piece this season, uh, which is quite quite. But Leicester make uh, up for it with their incredible quality, and we don't. Yeah, yeah. no, no, exactly, exactly, exactly. And and Ben, who who do you sort of fear in, in that West Ham team, or, or, or do you sort of yeah echo what what Ryan said? Yeah. So Suchek, like I said, um, yeah, Halle has come into a bit of form, hasn't he? What an overhead kick he scored in oh, his that was recent incredible. game. Was that, yeah, that gets Palace? Seems trade yeah. for him, doesn't it? I think it was a draw, yeah. They drew. Yeah, they, they had the draw one, to be fair. They got Chelsea tonight, so it's going to be, however they play against Chelsea, that'll be that'll be interesting. But but, um, but for them, for them though, it's a big sort of derby, well, not derby, yeah, a derby game, essentially. Yeah, so they're going to be up, yeah. they're going to be, they're going to be they up for that. Other, so, um, yeah, they hate mm. each other. So they'll be up for that and they should, should sort of get a result. So hopefully what they'll do, they put all their energy into Chelsea and then they'll just be like, oh, it's only Brighton lads. Uh, they're fucking yeah. shit. So let's just play shit. And then we are, we are their bogey team. Let's not forget, aren't we? Yeah. Um, yeah so yeah. Jose yeah, yeah. I reckon a lot of people do look at this like that now, you know. I reckon people look at this like that. I reckon they just think it's only Brighton. That's yeah, the thing. Because we're not, we're not ever since we've been in the Premier League. That's what Merson said it when they, on the first day we were in the Premier League. I saw a clip. He goes, um, when you're, if you're, if I was playing against Brighton, you go down to the Amex, sunny day, really, you look forward to it. I've, I think yeah. I said it before. Uh, we are that team, and three or four seasons later, we're still that team that teams yeah. are happy to play because we're but, a nice team, uh, nice place. I think you, I think you mentioned it earlier, Ryan, about Mourinho. Like that, that is what I, I want to Potter just to turn around and go. Um, I won't say the word, but you know what he's quote said. He goes, "I want you all to be C, the C word. I want you all to be the C word, and just you know, just go it, go and just put some challenges in. Like you know, go it first minute, put your mark on it. I, I would love to see Basuma just in the first minute, just crunch one of the West Ham players and be like, right, we're here, we're here for a game." <laughs> And we're gonna we're gonna give you a game, yeah, you know, we're gonna. We're, but that's mm. that's what I mean. We we we're lacking that that fight and that sort of you know. Fe- no one fears us. They got like you said, Ryan. Assume it's like the only one with a bit of edge, to... isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Mope, you could argue he's a bit of a shit house, but he's not the shit house in the mm. fact that like he gets stuck in. He's just a bit of a prick. Like he's just a bit of a nose, and he'll wind you up. <laughs> but he won't he won't he won't put a challenge in. You know, like he, don't, he won't put like a crunch. Like we we don't have that. I, I just look at our team no. and I'm like, even Donkey, he used to do that with him and Duffy. They used to be like, you mm. know putting crunching tackles and I loved yeah. it but like since Duffy's gone it's sort of like yeah we don't put those crunching tackles in anymore and it's no. it's just a bit like come on lads like just yeah as I said show, we're like, show as I said, we're, like we're like we're punched in the dream isn't it it's sort of like yeah. just so yeah, it doesn't yeah. really well, do well, much well, no, you know what it is you know uh, just hitting them with pillows that's what we're doing we're having a pillow fight yeah um, it's like of, that it's, it's I'll put it's, like that. 
I'm putting so much hope into uh, Moda. I keep thinking about him. <laughs> I keep thinking about Moda. <laughs> that, that, I'm just, that sounds, just, when that you're sounds... saying that we don't have any players <laughs> that are uh, that are scary, I feel like Moda could be that guy with Basuma. And if you're I coming up so. against a team that has Basuma and Moda as centre midfielders, that might be a bit of a threatening. You might be scared to get past them because they're two athletic lads. So yeah, um, yeah. maybe yeah, I'm no, putting no, too many hope, too much hope I, on Yakamoda. Too I much think, weight on his shoulders. Yeah, I, th- I think that could be a big, big thing for us. If we can just turn into little, you know, like just those annoying, have those little annoying players that will niggle at you and, you know, crunch you and, you know, beat you're fearful of them. I think that will make a huge, huge difference. Um, and I, I could see us getting, you know, our, our form of turning around if we do get that mentality within us. But mm. how easy that is that to do? Uh, that's, that's what that's, I liked about Aaron Connolly at the beginning because he was so fearless and he would battle mm. and he would chase and he just mm. hasn't he just hasn't been up to it recently. Yeah, yeah so yeah. that's my point. That big, tall um, <laughs> right. sort of centre midfielder as well. Like, that's that's quite an intimidating prospect. Um, like, yeah. a big six foot three centre mid. You sort of think, oh, God, he's quite big, isn't he? Like, if you're playing against <laughs> him, you think he's going to crunch me if we're going near well, him. Well, well, so yeah, that's what well, we need. Well, you, you say that. So when when the teams walked out yesterday, I was actually looking at the starting lineup, and you look at the what Trossard, Mopai, Connolly, um, even Lalana. Like they're all quite small, diminutive kind of figures. So mm. like, imagine you're just you know you're walking you're walking up to them, and you're just like, well, I'm not really scared of you. Like I don't yeah, really no. you know, and, and I know it's not all about size, and you know, of course, you know, you've got players like Tariq Lamptey, who's, who's a great, great you know, great example of that. But Leia, yeah, you look even when Lamptey's starting, like, you look at that team, and you think, right, they're all pretty small they're not, they don't, not very yeah. physical let's just go do them like let's just go and just give it to them and they probably won't give it back to us which is <laughs> which is the case so yeah um, I, I feel like that could be a big big thing for us if, if we can change it but yeah it's easier said oh, than done also I've got um, one other thing to say just before uh, we go on to it Arsenal are the only team we've beaten yep. at the Amex this season yep. one yeah. win at the Amex this season that 2020 is well, like, this year bad. as well isn't it yeah this year 2020 well, sorry, sorry yeah this year sorry, sorry yeah. this year yeah, that yeah, yeah, is so yeah. bad. Like that is Shocking. really yeah, that is bad. Terrible. Hewitt went for less than that. That's yeah. what I'm so, I, I, I've actually less. got, I've actually got the, I've actually got the fixture list here. Right, okay. So, so let, let's. I'm just going to quickly talk talk you through it. So we've got West Ham next. Uh, then we've got Arsenal to finish the year uh, at home. Mm-hmm. So that could be, you know, with the way they're playing, we could definitely win that. Um, early, so early Jan, second of January, we've got Wolves, which is going to be a very tough test because they're a great, great team. Um, then we've got Newport uh, in the FA Cup away, um, and then <laughs> <just> right. So, <laughs> and, and, and now I'm going to fast. I'm going to fast forward to February time, right? So I, I personally sort of identify this period as quite a big, big period. So February, we've got Burnley, Burnley away, Aston Villa at home, <sighs> Palace at home, West Brom away. Um, yeah, four games in February. Um, they are. That's I feel like February. that could be, that could be huge because they're all teams that. You know, really, we should be. You know, we've beaten Villa already. Uh, we've drawn against Burnley. We've drawn against Palace, and we've drawn against West Brom. So we've not lost to any of those teams. And you know, they are in and amongst us, sort of down at that kind of um, you know bottom half of the table. So I can, for me, February is a big, big, big month for us, um, and it'll be interesting mm. to see where we are come to that. Um, but yeah, let's focus on Arsenal and Wolves first. Um, and see see what we can do. And then final Two thing, teams boys, we uh, haven't lost against for like so long as well. I don't think we've ever. Yeah, I don't think yeah, we've yeah. lost to Wolves in ages. I don't. I don't actually remember the last time Wolves beat us. A long time ago. I think it's like yeah. 2015. Um, and yeah, yeah, so right. watch us watch them beat us now. And um, Arsenal as well <laughs> haven't beaten us in three years. So yeah, yeah. 
it's the perfect time for us so um yeah let, let's see what happens and then final thing boys then, i know we, we've talked we, we've talked about it we've talked about it as well uh but just 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 quickly uh potter in or potter out let's start with you ryan i'm potter in i'm not potter out like um as i say it's not great reading the results are terrible and I think at the end of the day, it's a results business. So if we're not getting results, it, it does come down to him. But, you know, um, when I say about Hewton got sacked for less, the difference with Hewton was we were playing almost aimlessly. It was like, we're not going anywhere with it. Whereas with Potter, yeah, it's quite it clear like we've got we a vision. No, yeah. with, with Potter, we, we've been always been within touching distance, bar I think Everton and uh, who else smashed us? Someone else smashed us, didn't they? Um, uh... I think now. Mine's gone blank. Wait, yeah. Uh, blank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> someone know. else, someone else did us, so we didn't, we didn't even look like winning against. But oh, Leicester, yeah, Leicester, basically, Leicester, Leicester. Leicester, that was oh, it. Yeah, Leicester, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Bar, bar those two games, we've always been within touching, touching distance of a result, whether it be a win yeah. or whether it be a draw. So, yeah. yeah, that's what I, that's what I take from that. I think, well, there's an obvious vision that we're not looking like we're doomed, yeah. but. I don't know where the goals are coming from, but that's down to the However, so, yeah, however you, you say that. I'm just looking at our results now. Um, so, so since um, since uh, the so let, let's just start from the beginning of the season then. So we obviously lost on the opening okay. day to Chelsea, um, and then yeah. since then, right? Apart from that little run we had where we beat uh, Portsmouth, Preston, and Newcastle, three you know three games bouncing, two of them were EFL Cup games. Uh, we've only won once, and that was against Aston mm. Villa. So, I mean, it doesn't look great. Um, it's very ominous for us like, having one win in what ten. But that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, that? like, in, in terms of the actual game, like, it's not mm. every single one of those games has been dreadful. It's like we've worked at those games, and within all of them, we've been within touching distance of a result. We've not yeah. looked like we've I mean, I deserved mean, to lose I, those games. If you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, let, let's let's have a perspective as well, and actually. You know, let's be positive for once. We drew against Liverpool. Like Liverpool just dismantled, yeah, I was thinking that. dismantled Crystal Palace seven nil. Like, let's just think about that. We we drew against the, arguably one of the best ever Premier League sides. Like, that's that's decent. Like, you can't say that we've been mm. shit shit like this season. Only so, just yeah. lost to Spurs as well. Let's not forget that. And again, yeah. the Chelsea yeah. game was tight. Man United was tight. Yeah, so, but yeah, so, yeah. Saying, I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. why no, he's no, still, still in his job. I think, and also, yeah. I think, I think the. Uh, the hierarchy at Brighton don't really want to have any part on their face for giving him a six-year contract or whatever it was. Oh, mate. That's then, like, when they did that, I was just like, it's Padre all over again. Like, why? Why six years? Like, mm. uh, it was a, it's, yeah. a, it's a big contract. Yeah. But anyway, um, I, I think we can all agree with definitely all Potter in. Potter in. He can do it. I've Potter got in. Faith. I, I understand why people are Potter out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Potter in. 100%. Yeah, I'm, I'm I think the only 100%. reason you can say Potter out is if you just look at football as a results basis. You don't look at it deeply. Yeah. And I think yeah, maybe 100%. you think about it, you might be right. It might have to, it might be a results basis that we have to look at. But I'm thinking long term. I want to always think long term. Yeah. And I'm thinking, yeah. but I can see where this team's going. And I don't want to, yeah. I might sound completely deluded to the outside person right now. If someone's watching, they're not a Brighton <laughs> fan, they're really thinking, what are you on about? No, you're, you're down in 16th place. You're two points off relegation. Burnley have two games now on you. But mm. yeah, you're right. But <laughs> I can still see a vision in the club, you know? But, yeah. 
No, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'm very much Potter in as well. So, but there you go. All right, uh, lads, uh, smashed it. In a, uh, another episode uh, done. And of course, if can. you are uh, if you are watching uh, on YouTube, please do like, uh, comment, and subscribe. Um, it does mean a lot to us, and it does help with the algorithm as well, getting us out there. Um, and yeah, um, thanks for tuning in, and we'll sure see you after the um, what was it Arsenal game, innit? Yeah, no, West Ham um, game. West Ham, West Ham, West Ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got two games, two, two games. Period. Yeah. yeah, yeah, two games, two games in two days. So let's Up to our next in podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, chaps. Um, pleasure as always. Have a good and Christmas. We shall see you. See you next week. Have a good one. Peace. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.